Okay guys, what is up and welcome to episode 2 of Just the Stuff Podcast. My name is James and how are you guys doing today? Uh, so this is episode 2. Uh, I did kind of uh, skip last week. I was pretty sick and I had a pretty busy weekend so I'm sorry about that. Uh, there's a chance that this might be every other weekend uh, but I hope to get it out every single week but can't promise that. Uh, but we have some exciting topics today. Uh, some things that happened over the last week uh, and week or two. Uh, the Oscars happened a week ago. There's some exciting Lego uh, stuff I want to talk about, and there's I only have one movie that I'm going to talk about, uh, but there's also some other stuff that I'll talk about. Uh, so jumping right into our uh, first topic here today is uh, Battlefront 2 received a pretty big update. Uh, it is I think it was called the BB update. It was the official uh, title, I believe, and it brought in a lot of new stuff. So we have the hero BB-8, uh, the hero BB-9E, uh, as well as uh, Capital Supremacy into, uh, or, uh, or it's now called Supremacy, but uh, we'll get on that in a minute. But Supremacy uh, came to uh, the sequel trilogy, which is exciting, and uh, so that brought us the interiors of the Star Destroyers and the MC-85, uh, um, what is it called, the, like the the uh, resistance ship, so uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, I've played those a lot, and I do really enjoy uh, the new heroes. I definitely think BB-8's the better one. I think BB-9 is just a little too supportive, but I mean, that's not a bad thing, but he's just a little too weak, uh, but I think they'll buff him in the future, but they're very fun. I mean, they're very unique. You know, rolling out as these little droids is fun. Uh, I think the new ship interiors are fun. I like them. They're different. They're very close quarters, which I find to be kind of interesting. Uh, but overall, I do really think that Galactic Salt is a better mode than Capital Supremacy. And I don't know. I mean, th maybe that's just I've played Capital Supremacy so much. Uh, it's actually now called Supremacy, I gotta correct myself, but yeah, I've played Supremacy, like, so much, uh, when they, clone, when they came out with the Clone Wars content, and so maybe I just got bored of it, I don't know, but, uh, I think they do need to bring some of those maps, like Felucia and, uh, Age on Colossus. they need to bring those maps to, uh, Galactic Assault as well, because that would be really nice, but, uh, Battlefront 2 is going into the, uh, they call it the age of, like, what is it, the age of uh, Rebellion, Rebellion Era, something like that. Uh, so that's pretty cool. They're going into the original trilogy. Uh, they're bringing Scarif to the game, which uh, is a beloved map from the last game, uh, which I did really like that map. Uh, so, yeah, I'm really excited for that. Uh, honestly, that's probably one of the most exciting things uh, in a while. I, I hope they bring maybe some new heroes and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, so that's going to wrap up for the little Battlefront 2 segment. Uh, but something I just thought of quick off the top of the head, uh, is the Justice Up podcast is available on all podcast, uh, platforms. Uh, it is on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, and like six other ones that I don't even know. So if you, any, any possible podcast uh, thing, you need to either look up just the stuff, or look up bricks and stuff, it's different on some of them, like, Spotify, you have to look up bricks and stuff, but then, like, on Apple, you can just look up just the stuff, it's, it's weird, uh, just try both if you can't find, uh, one of them, uh, it should pop up there, but yeah, you can listen to the audio version, uh, if you're not listening on YouTube here, uh, but yeah, 
So that's a quick little tidbit there. Uh, but our next segment here is um, going to be about uh, a movie I saw uh, a couple, I think it was like last week, something like that. It is Toy Story 4. Uh, so this is a movie you guys can go ahead and make fun of me uh, in the comments. I did not see this movie uh, when it came out in theaters. It came out right as I left for a trip in the summer, I believe. And then I was like, okay, I'll watch it when it came back. I just got busy, and I guess I forgot about it, and then I just kind of find a good time to watch it, and then I was just lazy and never rented it, uh, but then eventually it came out of Disney+, Plus and I was like, hey, you gotta watch this, so I, like, locked myself uh, down, and I said, hey, I was gonna watch it, and I watched it, and oh my goodness, it was so good. Uh, so, I was a little skeptical that they were gonna, like, I don't know, I was excited, but Toy Story 3, like, really wrapped up the whole uh trilogy i thought and i thought it was good you know a good good story for the characters but this continues woody's uh character a lot and all the other characters uh this is woody's movie uh if you guys haven't seen this i mean it, it feels like a you know toy story for a woody story but uh, i don't know uh it's a lot of fun though i mean it's got the, all the adventure it's hilarious i was laughing a lot uh bo peep I kind of forgot about her from the first movie, but she's she's pretty good in this uh, as um, her character in this uh, movie. Uh, there's a lot of interesting moments. Uh, the ending, I was sad. I mean, I I had heard the ending was good, but I didn't really see like know exactly what was gonna happen, and it kind of got me emotionally. Like, I mean. Woody was a character that I grew up with, like, he was kind of the, you know, these movies were, I mean, they weren't, I don't think they were the number one movie, but I mean, if you're thinking of an animated movie that shaped my childhood, it was Toy Story, and, uh, I mean, you know, all the other Disney movies, but Toy Story was up there, uh, as some of the best, and, uh, also I was just looking back, uh, it's crazy how far it's gone from the first one, like, you take a look at the animation in the first one, and first off, the animation in the first one, was revolutionary for its time so that's already crazy but then you look at this animation and like that's crazy like it's come so far bo peep looked like a plastic or like a well duh she looks plastic but she looked like a paper figurine in the first one now she looks like a like a real toy that i could hold in my hands it, it's crazy uh, but yeah, so this is going to be a fancy little segue <laughs> into my next topic. Uh, it is Toy Story 4 happened to win Best Animated Feature at the Oscars. And I have a little something to say about the Oscars. What do you guys think about tra that transition? We just like swept right into the Oscars. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, but that was too easy. So I just had to do it. Uh, but yeah, so one best anime feature, some of the other nominations, I didn't see any of the other nominations. I'm going to be honest. Uh, you had how to train your dragon three, which I heard is good. Uh, and then you had Klaus, uh, which was in there. I lost my body and there's one other one, but I can't think maybe there wasn't, I don't know. Uh, but I heard Klaus, so Klaus had been sweeping at the award shows, or, it hadn't been sweeping, but it had been doing good, it won the Annie's, which is, I think, the, like, the main animated awards, and it had just swept there, and then it had won the BAFTAs, which is basically the, the British Oscars, so I was like, I don't know, this could go either way, and Toy Story ended up coming, uh, out with the win, which, hey, props to Pixar and all, all the people over there, good for you guys, it's a great movie, uh, and that is what I predicted was gonna win but let's get on to some other oscar talk so uh some other well okay let me i forgot to pull up the uh 
the all the winners here because I kind of forgot some of them. So let me pull them up here, but I won't get them on the screen. I can I can uh, remove the Toy Story 4 here quick. Uh, so apologize, apologies, quick. I am sick, just so you know. So if I sound a little weird, that might be a part of it. But one sec. Okay, here we are, okay, and, sorry, okay, there we are, okay, so, I am looking right here on the uh, main kind of uh, site here, and so, starting off, a performance by an actor in a leading role, uh, I had Joaquin Phoenix winning this, uh, the, I mean, he, he did, and I expected that. Uh, you had some other good uh, performances in there from uh, Leo, Leo, obviously, and uh, Adam Driver uh, in Marriage Story. Both great performances, but, I mean, Joaquin was going to take this. His speech was a little interesting, to say the least, if you guys watched it. Uh, but then, moving on to Best Supporting Actor, this was Brad Pitt's Oscar to lose. I mean, he won it uh, for Once Upon a Time. Uh, he had some, some great other ones in there. Tom Hanks, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Still a movie I need to see. Like, I really want to see it. Uh, but then you had Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, obviously legends uh, in the film community. Uh, but then you had actress and a leading role, Renee Zellweger took the uh, win for Judy. Haven't seen it. Heard she was great in it, though. Uh, Would have liked to see Scarlett Johansson uh, win for Marriage Story, but uh, that's it's cooler. It's her first nomination. Uh, speaking of Scarlett Johansson, she got nominated in another uh, in another category in uh, supporting role for Jojo Rabbit. I really wanted her to win, but Laura Dern was 100% going to win, and she did come out with the victory for Marriage Story, so good for her. Uh, again, best animated feature. Missing Link was the one I was missing. That had won at the uh, Golden Globes. Uh, so I don't really, this one was kind of up, up in the air, but Toy Story, like I said, uh, took, took the victory, uh, achievement in cinematography, this was Roger Deakins' Oscar to lose again, uh, for 1917, he won back, uh, a couple years ago for Blade Runner 2049, uh, really like Roger Deakins, uh, love his work, and glad he won, and it, obviously the film deserved it, as it was a one-shot film, and it was beautiful uh, achievement in costume design i had little women winning this and little women did win uh achievement in directing uh this is kind of a shocker here uh we had parasite or bon jun ho uh win so he was my uh pick for one that i would want to win uh and i kind of had uh not a fantasy win but i wanted him to win because you know uh, he's a great director, underrated, uh, but, and I had predicted Sam Mendes to win, because that is what everything had seemed like they were pointing to, uh, he won the BAFTAs, and he, uh, won the Golden Globe, so I was like, I mean, honestly, this is his Oscar win, and he lost, which, uh, I mean, I'm not disappointed in or anything, uh, but again, Parasite, I mean, I heard it's just a spectacular movie, still want to see it, uh, so that one, was one I got wrong, uh, best documentary feature, uh, haven't seen any of these, but, uh, I have heard that American Factory is great, and I did predict that as my victory, uh, from what I had heard, uh, documentary, short subject, and skip those, uh, achievement of film editing, uh, I actually, what did I have for this, I think I had Parasite, uh, for this, uh, and Ford v. Ferrari actually came out with the victory, so I'm very happy about that, because that movie was edited brilliantly, I just didn't think it would be able to come out with, come out on top, with the Oscar 
uh, best international feature film. Uh, this was like this was probably the most locked in Oscar of the night. Parasite was gonna win. I mean, if you're gonna have a movie nominated in the best international film and the best picture, it's obviously gotta win the best international film, or else it's not worthy of being, you know, best picture. So that just you know, obviously, if that made sense, again, Parasite with two Oscars uh, as we're going through uh, achievement and makeup and hairstyling. I had Bombshell winning this. Uh, from what I've seen, they just completely changed uh, Charlize Theron, and that was crazy. I uh, haven't seen the movie, though, so, yeah, don't really care. <laughs> uh, achievement and music uh, score, or just the score. Uh, we had uh, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and my boy, John Williams for Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. I wanted John Williams to win. You know, obviously, it was Star Wars. I thought the score was great in The Rise of Skywalker. Would have liked to see my boy Alan Silvestri up there as well. Uh, he did an, an amazing job with Avengers Endgame. But that's okay. Uh, Joker, I'm not even going to try to pronounce her name. Uh, Hilder something. Uh, she, she, I heard the score was great for that movie, uh, still haven't seen it again, uh, but yeah, so, good for her, getting her, I think that's her first Oscar ever, so that's pretty cool, uh, and I did get that one right as well, I think, yeah, I don't know, uh, achievement and music written for picture, well, original song, basically, uh, we had one from Toy Story 4, one from a movie called Breakthrough, End of the Unknown from Frozen 2, Harriet, uh, and Rocket Man. I had Harriet, or I had Frozen 2 winning this, uh, but it did not, sadly. Uh, I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man 1, which I can, that kind of makes sense. Uh, best motion picture, obvious, like the big one. This one shocked me. So I, I had predicted 1917. Uh, because everything, again, had been kind of leading to that, and I, I think it was my favorite film of the year. Uh, I mean, that's what I shared on my list last week, but obviously it could have been different. I would have liked to see JoJo win, uh, but I didn't think that was going to happen. Uh, but then, I don't know where they said Parasite, and it was crazy. Uh, so... Shout out to Parasite coming out with the Oscar victory, first ever international film to win an Oscar, uh, win Best Picture. That was pretty cool. Uh, achievement in production design. Once upon a time, took this one home. It, I chose Jojo Rabbit, I think. Yeah, Jojo Rabbit over this, but I had a close uh, runner-up uh, of Once Upon a Time, and sadly Jojo didn't win, so I got another one wrong. Animated short film, haven't seen that, but Hair Love heard it was great. Uh, live action short film, haven't seen that. Achievement in sound editing. I had 1917 for this, and Ford v Ferrari took it. Uh, sound mixing, I think I had 1917, and 1917 took it. Uh, achievement of visual effects, we had Endgame, uh, Irishman, Lion King, 1917, Rise of Skywalker, 1917 took it. Uh, I think I got that one wrong, actually. That one was kind of up in the air. A lot of great visual effects there. Uh, best adapted screenplay, Jojo Rabbit took it. I predicted that. And I'm happy that Taika got an Oscar. Good for him. Uh, original screenplay, Parasite took it. I think I said Parasite was going to take it, so good for that. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for my little Oscar rant there. Sorry if you don't really know anything about movies. I kind of just went off right there, and you guys are probably really confused. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that was my little Oscar talk. Again, Parasite swept with four Oscars. That's the number one. That's who had the most Oscars last, not last, not last night, last week. Uh, so yeah, uh, interesting Oscar show. Most things went as uh, predicted, though. Uh, but yeah, so moving along from the Oscars, we are gonna talk about the greatest TV show ever.
Star Wars The Clone Wars. It is coming back a week from filming this. I'm filming this on Friday the 14th, Valentine's Day. Uh, so it's coming back a week from now. Uh, that's a little picture uh, from the trailer right there. Uh, but I am so excited. Uh, they dropped a little, like, minute trailer or something like that. Maybe 45-second trailer uh, last night. And it just it teased the first episode of The Bad Batch. Uh, and I'm so excited. Like, like I've heard a little bit about The Bad Batch arc. So, because they, uh, they obviously uh, had the story, like, the original uh, kind of unanimated versions of the story reels, whatever you want to call them, uh, that they released. And I didn't watch the full version of them, but I heard what happened in them. So... But I'm still very excited. Like it, the show looks beautiful. Like the the animation is off the charts, uh, as expected from Lucasfilm because they're great. Uh, but yeah, I'm just excited to see more Ahsoka. You know, more Captain Rex, more Anakin. Like, uh, I'm just excited for everybody. Uh, and I'm very very excited to see the Siege of Mandalore. I am currently I currently have like, uh, the Ahsoka leaving arc and. I think one more, yeah, one more season after that, and then I'm done, but it's, like, a really short season, so I have a week to do that, which I think I'll be able to do, that's, like, th three episodes a day or something like that, but, uh, so that's fine, <laughs> I think I'll be able to do it, uh, but, yeah, super excited for the Clone Wars, just, yeah, I'm, I'm just ecstatic, I think it's gonna be great, uh, even if it isn't, it still will, like, if it, I, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be bad, it's gonna be great, it's the Clone Wars, uh, so, yeah, Moving on to another TV show that uh, actually came out like a week ago. It's Lego Masters. Uh, so I don't know if you guys have watched it. Maybe you have. Maybe you haven't. Uh, but Lego Masters, it's the new newish kind of show. Uh, so it came out in America or not America. It came out in like the UK and Australia, maybe another country, uh, a couple years ago. So basically, if you guys have ever seen the cooking show Chopped, it's kind of like Chopped but with Legos. <laughs> Uh, <coughs> excuse me there, uh, but, so, you basically get a bunch of contestants, uh, I only know two guys on there, sadly, I know Iceberg Bricks and, uh, Boone Langston from Beyond the Bricks, so, I'm rooting for Iceberg and Boone, but, uh, the other yeah, still in so far, that's good, uh, but, yeah, basically, the first episode, uh, they, uh, got all these bullets together, obviously, and the, the host is Will Arnett, which is really cool, who plays Batman, uh, in the Lego movie, and Lego ba Batman movie, and stuff like that, uh, and so, basically, you, uh, are there, and then you, uh, they tell you, like, a theme, and you have a certain amount of time to build something, and then the judges, who are Lego designers, come in and judge, and, you know, whoever doesn't, whoever has a the worst build, you know, leaves and whatnot, uh, so, in the first episode, uh, it was, like, a, like, a dream, or a theme park, uh, theme, which was pretty cool, uh, so, they built around this, uh, monorail, kind of, a lot of cool builds, uh, no one ended up going home, which I kind of thought was cheap, and, eh, it's okay, whatever, somebody went home this week, though, uh, it was, I don't remember their names, but, uh, they were, I, I, I kind of wanted them to stay, I kind of wanted Sam and Jessica to get, I think that's the name of, uh, Sam and Jessica, something like that, uh, to leave, but they didn't, but that's okay, again, I'm just excited, the show's fun, uh, all those Lego bricks makes me jealous, uh, but, yeah, so, moving along, uh, from Lego Masters, we're going to get on to some Lego news to uh, finish up the episode here. Uh, hold up, Lego. Sorry, let me find this. Uh, okay. 
Okay, so, so a quick, there you go, Lego uh, Night Mode. So this was revealed at like a Lego, I think it's actually a convention, maybe. But Lego put these out on the thing. They're just empty boxes for display, uh, but they are lighting kits. So I think Lego's doing lighting kits, which is interesting because that's a pretty big third-party market. Uh, and as you can see right here, there's the diner. The ones I showed off was the diner, uh, the new Lego Ideas Treehouse, the Lego Mustang, and Hogwarts Castle, like the big UCS one, kind of the micro-scale one. Uh, so interesting stuff here. I mean, I, I've never experimented with lights at all or lighting kits. Uh, Eggy Egghead has talked about getting lighting kits for his, like, UCS Falcon and stuff, but he never did. Uh, so I don't know. I mean... I think it's a thing Legos was Lego was bound to get into, and so now they did. Uh, but I don't know. I bet it'll be a higher premium quality product uh, compared to the third-party ones, even though the third-party ones I've heard are great. Uh, but yeah, the one thing is, I heard Rich Boy J talking about this. The one can downside is you will not be able to. Uh, you won't be able to uh, get uh, retired sets, so like old UCS sets, like UCS Slave One. We're not getting a lighting kit for that, most likely. I mean. Maybe they will, but I don't know. Probably not. Uh, but yeah, so lighting kits are coming uh, sometime in the next couple of years. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe soon. I don't know. But yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, also, one quick thing off the top here is uh, for movie news, uh, Sonic is coming out this weekend. I think it's officially called like Sonic the Hedgehog or something. Uh, I don't think I'm going to see it. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> It looks okay. I've heard the reviews. You know, it's a fun movie. It's not the best produced movie, obviously, because, you know, it's a Sonic movie. You know, what are you really going to get out of it? Uh, I heard Jim Carrey is funny in it, though. Good for him. Uh, back in the back in the spotlight, sort of. Uh, so, so, I don't know. I'm probably not going to watch it. Uh, but, I mean, let me know if you guys see it. It, it might be pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, that was just quick off the topic. And our last news. Ladies and gentlemen, drumroll, please. No one was shocked, but the gunship won. Yes, we did it. The gunship gang is victorious. I was a part of the gunship gang that Emberdar Productions, our fierce, fear, fearless leader, he led us to victory. We defeated the Nebulon nerds and the Bomber bros. <laughs> Uh, I love how, like, dramatic it, it is, the whole thing, uh, when it's just voting for a set, but yes, the gunship won, that is the 2013 gunship, I think the best gunship so far, uh, but, yeah, so, the gunship, I don't know when it's coming, like, I mean, I talked about my thoughts on what they could do with the gunship last, uh, episode, uh, if you want to check that out, Just a Stuff Podcast, episode one, available now on all platforms, <laughs> selfless plug, or shameless plug, uh, but yeah, so, the gunship's coming. I'm excited for it. Honestly, it's gonna be f like a good set, I think, and it'll probably be like 200 bucks. But it, I don't know. I mean, people are saying it could be 300, but I'm like, you know, how big are they making this thing? So I don't really know. But that's gonna wrap it up for this episode of the Missing Pieces podcast. A couple places you can find me uh, if you are listening on Apple or uh spotify or whatever uh you can check me out on youtube at bricks and stuff you can check me out on twitter at bricks and stuff as well uh and also you can if you're listening on youtube you can find this podcast like i already said on all sorts of platforms apple spotify google anything you can think of we got it all uh but yeah thank you for listening or watching or whatever you did uh this week and 
see y'all later and see you in the next uh just the stuff podcast or the next youtube video or whatever peace out guys bye